Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is January the 5th, 2024. Hope this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to ya. Uh, let's see. Nothing crazy to report. Uh, work, you know, another day. It was very slow. But uh, overall, it was a good day. Uh, food corner. I had Korean fried chicken. This was the uh, garlic one. Gotta say, definitely the secondary one to the spicy. But, you know, I, I have the proper ingredients to kind of kick it up a notch. But I will say, like, I don't know if it's just like my palate changing over time. And don't get me wrong, I still like garlic. But I just don't like it as much as I did as a kid. I used to, like, love garlic bread, eat that shit up all the time. I didn't matter in what form or how, you know, high quality or processed it was. I didn't ma- I didn't matter to me. Now I I just can't eat garlic like things as much anymore. I'm not like as pro garlic as I used to be. The aftertaste like really just takes me out of it. Yet I love onions, you know. So it's a, yeah, I I I'm taking one bad but not liking another. That's strange, right? But uh, I don't know. You know, I definitely wouldn't say it shifted to a hate. I just definitely don't like it as much as my other friends and other people do it seems and Definitely not as much as I used to. Curious. Curious. Um, anyway, I know you guys didn't come here to hear my thoughts on garlic. But um, not a vampire, I promise. Let's see. Let me do my startup. And then um, we will get into some news. Do a little bit of news coverage as we are wont to do on this podcast. Um, also, I got to talk about a beer I got. But let me. I already got the, the apparatus in my hand. Okay, what's the beer we got today? It is Cave Bear Imperial India Pale Ale from Rheingeist Brewery. It is 8.5 alcohol volume, which you know I'm already about. I love that shit. Mm. And I like that it tastes the way I expect an IPA to taste. Um, Look, I love Urban Artifact. This isn't a diss, but... I, um, you know, if I'm going to keep it all the way real with you guys, I'm going to be for real, for real. Um, the last time, you know, I went up there, we had a good time, enjoyed it. But, like, I'm realizing, like, and this was the second time, and this is why I feel like it really kind of cemented for me, that, like, I love IPAs. Like, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those, like, old, retired hipsters who just hasn't quite given up the ghost fully. And you're like, why do you like these these beers? They aren't, like, good, right? And, like, they kind of taste like pee. I don't know. And it's like, my counter to that is, like, I mean, all beer does not, like, most beer tastes like shit. If you're really breaking it down, alcohol tastes like shit. You're not drinking it for that. Uh, you're drinking to have a fucking good time. Uh, and to that is my my segue is why I like IPA so much because of the high volume. I get to like not fucking fuck around and it's beer. Like, you know what I mean? We get to just like cut the amount of beers it takes to get there, you know? And um, for me, I do like the taste. I tend to like stronger flavors when it comes to beer, at least for sure. So anyway, back to my point. I'm kind of circling it around. I know I haven't gotten to the fucking news. But um, Urban Artifact, like, they just had the weirdest fucking IPAs. Like, an IPA should not taste like plastic pee. It should taste like, I don't know, like deer pee. Like, it just was wrong. It didn't taste right to me. It threw me off. I will say, though, Plowshares, goaded. Uh, Gadget, goaded. Amazing. But, yeah, that hazy IPA, were one of the worst IPAs I've had. 
I, I'm just, I'm just going to be straight the fuck up, fucking Frank. Um, I, what did we have the other time, though? I've, I've, I've shouted them out before, though. The, um, I think it was Ironside or something like that, or Fire Island. I don't fucking know. They, they're crazy with them names, Ted. But um, that was okay. That was good. Definitely higher on the fruit. That's cool. I don't mind that. But um, okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm waxing. I'm waning. Let's talk about some news from Al Jazeera. Sierra Leone charges ex-president Karoma with treason over failed coup. Sierra Leone's ex-president Ernest Bai Koroma has been charged with four offenses, including treason for his alleged role in a failed military attempt to topple the West African country's government in November, a court in the capital Freetown has said. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Frictions have been on the rise in the country, which is still recovering from a 1991 to 2002 civil war that killed more than 50,000 people. Let's see. Um, Gunmen on November 26th attacked a military barracks, a prison, and other locations in Sierra Leone, freeing about 2,200 inmates and killing more than 20 people. The government said later that it was a failed coup led mostly by Karama's bodyguards. They summoned the ex-president for questioning at the start of December. Now, uh, Karama has denied these charges. He's going to be fighting them in court. But uh, he's been charged with misprison of treason and two counts of harboring, uh, which were read out while he stood in the dock and some of his supporters cried in the courtroom. Uh, so, yeah, apparently Karoma was in power. He lost power. Then um, the you know incumbent, um, he was in. Then, you know, he got he won again. And um, this is when the coup kind of happens and, you know, it falls flat and now it's like, okay, what the fuck? Like, now we got to fucking run the shit back, see who did what here. And this is where it led back to Karoma. But I do want to read this um, and just uh, what a definition of misprison of treason is. Misprison of treason is an offense found in, in many common law jurisdictions around the world, having been inherited from English law. It is committed by someone who knows a treason is being or is about to be committed, but does not report it to a proper authority. So you can kind of see how it's like, hey, we are setting up a situation for you where it's like, look, man, these are your guys. We can we can prove and tie that. And these guys were definitely not happy with, you know, the current power and they wanted you back. So because of that, we can tie this all to you. And I feel like it's almost like um, like a conspiracy kind of situation where, you know, we can kind of set you up here and we can just kind of rack it all up. Um, as well as um, the, you know, bodyguards and other people who are involved are also in there. Uh, one of those charged was Am- Amadou Koita, a former soldier and bodyguard of Karoma. Koita was widely followed on social networks where he criticized uh, Bio's policy, which is the, you know, current incumbent. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, President Julius Mata Bio, um, who was reelected for a second term in June of 2023. Now, you know, whether or not, you know, you always got to talk about elections and things like that. Were they on the up? Were they fair? It's crazy. I mean, maybe this has just been like a, a tale as old as time and I'm just a guy plugging in in the moment. But yeah, it just feels like that shit is like just super fucking trendy these days. Damn, you know, we can't have a clean election anywhere these days. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's just something you can kind of say on almost any part of the map, you know? Um, elections be crazy. But yeah, um, 
it felt like it was good to kind of come in and talk about this update. It felt very relevant. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And, you know, in terms of the trial and what comes of that, I'll try to keep you posted and, you know, keep up with the Joneses there. Uh, let's move on to some America news. America. Going to South Dakota. ABC News. Air Force crew ejects safely as B-1 bomber crashes during landing in South Dakota. Four crew members from Ellsworth Air Force Base in South Dakota ejected safely from their aircraft Thursday night when their bomber crashed while attempting a landing. The crash happened around 5.50 p.m. local time, according to the base. The crew had been on a training mission. Ellsworth Air Base confirmed Thursday night. Um, So, yeah, it's good that no one was hurt, but there's really no more details outside of that. Um, haven't heard anything about like any kind of like property damage or anything like that, but I mean, Hey, I'm glad everyone's okay. You know, I mean, shit happens, I guess it's crazy when it's like a military fucking, you know, bomber, but you know, Hey, I mean, these things happen. That's life, I guess. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the next beat from CNN. Imam fatally shot outside a New Jersey mosque remembered for his community leadership. Hassan Sharif, an imam who worked to keep his community safe, has died, um, has died after being shot outside his mosque in Newark, New Jersey, officials said on Wednesday. Sharif died at about 2.20, hours after he was shot multiple times, officials said, at an afternoon news conference. Sharif, Sharif worked as a transportation security officer, or TSO, at Newark Liberty International Airport since 2006. Oh, excuse me. According to a statement from the Transportation Security Administration, we are deeply saddened to learn of his passing and send our condolences to his family and co- family, friends, and coworkers, TSA said. At an afternoon news conference, New Jersey Attorney General Matthew J. Platkin said the evidence collected thus far does not indicate that this was an act motivated by bias or an act of domestic terrorism. Authorities pledged to use all resources available to solve this crime. The shooting happened outside of Masad or Masjid Muhammad Newark Mosque at about 6 a.m. Also, they give a definition of what an imam is which is a mosque cleric or prayer leader. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's very unfortunate when something like this happens, obviously, just flat out period. Uh, Given the climate of things right now going on in the Middle East, obviously, um, you know, that that is why, you know, you have um, the New Jersey Attorney General coming out and saying, hey, we don't have anything that right now indicates that this was, you know, an act of, um, you know, terror wasn't, you know, we don't know it's a hate crime or anything like that. And, and I, I can understand why, you know, that that is being said and, and being put, you know, flat out. So, you know, I just like with the situation with um, Samantha Wall, you know, definitely, you know, when these kind of situations come up, period, even though, like I said before, I'll say it again, it, it might just be one person, but these are important moments, you know, in life one way or another, you know, and it, I feel like it's important to chronicle it when, when and where you can. And, you know, once again, to you know, send condolences and, uh, you know, keep talking about it. Keep these people's memories and, you know, in your hearts and all that kind of shit. I don't know. Um, obviously, it's very unfortunate. Uh, but any details I hear, you know, I'll definitely, you know, try to keep everyone posted about it. Uh, but, yeah, 
let's see. We have one more thing to cover. And you know what? You know I love it. You know I love when I get to come and bring in some good news, okay? I initially was like, ah, is this too nerdy? Is this too gamer guy? You know, are people really going to want to hear it? But it just was like so feel good. And it was nice to see it make the round in a lot of places. Um, so yeah, I figured, hey, let's go ahead and talk about it ourselves. Let's like dig in, huh? You know, let's partake. Um, and speaking of partaking, I'm going to take my last break. And uh, then we can uh, get into it, y'all. Yeah. Mm. All right, our last story is from NPR. A 13-year-old in Oklahoma may have just become the first person to ever beat Tetris. Which, I'm sure you're reading that and going, huh? Like, beating Tetris, that's an old-ass fucking game, what you mean? But, um, in certain video games, usually the game beats the player, and not the other way around. But last month, 13-year-old Willis Gibson of Oklahoma became the first person believed to ever beat the original Nintendo version of Tetris. Also, I wanted to add that his gamer tag is Blue Scuddy, if you ever want to look him up. Um, you know, got to shout out other, you know, content creators, young and up and, up and coming, and this dude's in a big way. Uh, 34 years after Tetris was first released, Gibson ended up advancing so far that the game itself could not keep up with him. At level 157, he reached the notorious kill screen. The point in the game where it becomes unplayable because of limitations with the game's original programming. It took him less than 39 minutes. He also, um, for prosperity's sake, prosperity, prosperity, whatever. Anyway, um, he, you know, was recording it. Um, you know, maybe he just runs videos of him just doing the runs. Uh, if you're not familiar, this is, you know, a pretty common trait in gaming, especially these days where, you know, you stream yourself either, you know, doing a, like a speed run or, you know, you're trying to beat a record, this, that, third, whatever. Um, so yeah, in a video posted in his YouTube channel under the name Blue Scuddy, Gibson can be seen saying, just please crash as the Tetris stacks fall faster and faster. Moments later, the screen freezes and he collapses in triumph. I I, I will say, if you want to go on the article, you can look it up and they have like a clip of it there. He's so ecstatic. He's like, just, he's like, he can't even breathe. He's so excited. Like, it, and it's nice to share that moment. It's nice to be like, man, it's cool to see someone like do something so crazy like this. Also, something I, I want to say too, before I fucking forget, is like the technique to it. It's not like... Like, I feel like there's some people, because I, I saw a clip of a Sky News journalist talking shit like, oh, this kid should, like, actually go out more. Which, by the way, he did this cool-ass fucking shit. He made this monumentous moment, and he did it to, like, his late father. So it's like, fuck that fucking journalist, by the way, or reporter. Fuck her. Boo. Tomato time to her. Um, but this technique that he does, I believe it's called rolling. And essentially, which, you know, for the adults out there, that sounds a little bad. But no, he wasn't doing uh, performance-enhancing drugs. He was um, play like, he would angle his controller. And that's why I wanted the thumbnail the way it was, because it shows his glove that he's wearing. And um, essentially, with one hand that he has controlling the game, the other hand he has 
literally like his fingers are rolling up against the back of the controller and like i believe he has his thumb kind of like positioned in a certain kind of way so that way you hit the button more times because of how it registers from you doing those finger taps on the back of the controller to your thumb hitting the button and i'm like that's crazy that one this kid can do this so well and he's talented enough to get to this point that he literally broke the game but also that people have been mining this game making techniques coming up with this evolving this techniques and like in these strategies to get as far as you far as you could i mean literally before this kid the only known was ai AI was the only one to be able to reach this kill screen. So he was like, you know, the motherfucking kid to do it. He was the one, the chosen one, maybe. Who knows? Um, it would be cool to see maybe other people do it. Maybe if they can do it faster or things like that. Um, it, it's it's also just cool to see a game reach its limits. That's not something that you see these days because now games are just made to not, not have that issue. Um, you know, um, nah, I feel like I have a joke where I like poke fun at a triple A game that just sucked dick, but you know, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Gaming was good this year. I feel like last year, 2023, everybody ate. So I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to talk shit. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really all I have. Uh, I just, you know, felt like this was a good, uh, feel good note to end on. Uh, yeah, I just, I did want to say this at the end too. He dedicated the record setting win to his father, Adam Gibson, who died last month. So Rest in power there, um, Adam Gibson. Shout out to fucking Blue Scuddy for making it happen. Fucking GGs. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's the episode. That's all we have. Um, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. I do have to shill a little bit before I cut you out. Uh, Patreon.com slash Isaiah News. If you'd like to become a newsie today, I shout you out at the top of the month. Plug a project if you'd like. Um, feel free to hit me up on news one at gmail.com. And then follow me or the podcast on the socials. You know, hit me up. And um, we're not going to do a coup. I promise. That's not me. It's not my style. But, um, you know, we can talk. You can say what's up. Also, I, I got to say this too. Thank you so much to everyone who does comment. Thank you to anyone who has subscribed to the YouTube. I say that a lot. But I really appreciate the people who actually go the effort and, you know, they hit those bells, they hit those fucking buttons. It means a fucking lot to me. It means a fucking fuckload to me that you guys even listen to my dumb ass. You know what I mean? I, I want y'all to know that I, I get hit like a lightning bolt over just this podcast alone. It really isn't a, a free action to me. At like, you know what I mean? Even though I practically do this shit for free. I, I love it. I, I really love that you guys e even tune back in. You know what I mean? And if you've made it this far, this is a, a, just a homage to you. You know what I mean? Just thank you so much. Thanks for all the fish. Thanks for all the memories. Um, you know, I, I know I'm kind of being weird here, but it means a lot that you listen and that you care. And, um, just thanks so much for even, you know, rapping with me and, and talking with me about news, you know, any and every one of y'all. And even if you don't do that, like I said, just thanks again for just like, kicking it and tuning in i think that's great and hopefully we do it again sometime yeah hopefully i see you soon for some more good news i love you Bye bye Mwah.